it's interesting. Yeah, in a recent poll, we asked readers, which entrepreneur do you admire the most? So we're going to get to the millennials in a second. And most people admire um, the uh, Oprah Winfrey, Bill Gates, Donald Trump, Martha. I don't know why. Martha Stewart, nice lady, but you know she 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 went to jail. But uh, Richard Branson, okay. Uh, and then among teens, Jobs most uh, Jobs most admired, Steve Jobs, which most teens <coughs> don't even. We're in a lie. I mean, Jobs has been dead three or four years. So why they still think Steve, and Steve is, he should be there, you know, high on the list. And again, then uh, J.K. Rowling, I understand because of her writing. Again, Oprah. I don't know who Joy Z is. I don't know who that is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you guys know who Joy Z is? Jay Z. Oh, Jay Z. Jay Z. I don't know who he is either. I don't know. Jay Z. I don't know who that is. Tony Hawk. Who's he? He's a skateboarder. 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 skateboarder ever. No fucking way. You mean like this? Yeah. <laughs> no fucking way. Okay. Uh, then uh, Zuckerberg, of course. Russell Simmons, I never heard of him. Um, and then uh, Stella McCartney, I never heard of her. Uh, but when, when, when you, you know, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Jesus Christ, Muhammad. I mean, what the fuck? If you ask my generation, who you most admire? Well, Oprah Winfrey, yeah, and Steve Jobs, yeah. But that that's it. The rest would be people, you know, Maggie Thatcher, for me, I know not everybody, Maggie's not everybody's cup of tea. Uh, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't get it. Uh, intellectually, I get it. But emotionally, I don't get it. Because, but none of these people in the fart in the wind in the cosmos of time are not a fart in the wind, as successful as they are, you know. Um, Bill Gates should be up there, uh, amongst other people. Some people will say Steve Ballmer, who was CEO for a long time and created a lot of wealth at Microsoft. And there's a whole bunch of people. But when you a skateboarder, that's even worse. I mean, I you know nothing against the guy, but I mean, is he is he a billionaire? Is he rich or something? Yeah, he's he's wealthy. No, no, he's not a billionaire. Uh, no, he's not a billionaire, but hundreds of millions. Yeah. Oh shit. Not skateboarding that really made him famous is the video games. Yeah, he made. Ah, so he's an entrepreneur. So okay, well that that, that kind of makes sense, but I didn't know who he was. Um, now, speaking of jobs, and we're going to talk a little bit about this, 1955 to 2012, may he rest in peace. Um, he was insane ambition. He was a tyrant. Jobs yelling at you was frightening. He was adopted, which everybody knows. I, I re-listened re to his commencement speech from 2005 at Stanford just recently. I, I re-listened to it. And he's basically says, follow your dream and don't give up is the bottom line. And he thought his cancer was in remission when he gave that speech, but then it came back, as we all know, and he passed away. Uh, uh, Scully and Jobs, uh, do you? Uh, he asked Scully, a different Scully, uh, uh, if he wanted to sell sugared water for the rest of his life or he wanted to change the world, and that's how he, he uh, drew him into the vortex of, of, of running Apple. Surpassing his own sense of reality, he, irrespective of the facts, I am very much that way. Don't confuse me with the fucking facts. I don't give a fuck about the facts. 
And that's why engineers have trouble because they only want to know the facts and accountants as well. Would not hesitate to call at 2 a.m. Had not time for people he didn't respect. Would fix uh, in an elevator ride, 25 seconds. He would sell you, try to sell you in an elevator pitch. Uh, don't waste time living somebody else's life. Stay hungry, stay foolish. Elon Musk is a different kind of guy. Very successful. Power guy. Makes the big bet. <clears throat> Spent his last 50 million to make sure his deal didn't go down. That sounds impressive, right? I spent my last 82 million pounds for my deal not to go down. Nobody talks about it. It's the truth. We were doing a debenture offering, and we couldn't get it away. So I bought it. 82, bi 82 million big ones. Large. Which was about 140 million bucks. And I was able to sell it, flip it, Three weeks later, and I made, Mr. ROI, 3,000 pounds on an 82 million pound investment. 3,000 quid on an 82 million, dollar invest, 82 million pound investment. But if I had to take up that debenture offering, Great Western was going south, not for the winter, but for eternity. And I was able to flip it, I found somebody you know, and uh, to buy it from me. Because settlement in the UK, it used to be three weeks in a day or something like that. This was in two weeks, six days. So I had three more days to pay. And I would have had to liquidate all my ads. I would, I would have gone bankrupt. I would have gone BK. Or an alternative would have been for me to go BK. I doubt if I would have gone to BK. But um, we're willing to make the big bet on ourselves. Mr. Musk made it on himself, basically. And I made it on myself. And I wasn't afraid. Elon Musk, when I, we all we know all this stuff. Okay, There's nothing like selling someone, um, seeing someone put in their last dollar pound to save their dream, to instill confidence. Needless to say, my team was fired up. If Dan's putting a role in it, must be good. I'm thinking... <laughs> This is, not, this is not time for me to be my 5% wrong. But I wasn't sure. But you've got to act as if you have no limits to your abilities. In infantry, in army, how I was trained, infantry, the, the mantra of the infantry is follow me. I'm the infantry. Now, in World War I, amongst other, you know, Afghanistan, whatever, when you know that there's going to be casualties, okay, how am I going to get you guys to follow me into hailing machine gun fire unless I'm first? I'm going to say, oh, Yasmel, hey, baby, hey, dude, you go first. I'll be behind you. That dog don't hunt. And it doesn't hunt the QLA. You've got to lead from the front. You've got to lead from the front. I told Craig, uh, our general manager here the other morning, he came in early, but I was already sitting at my desk. And I said, good afternoon. This was about 6.15 in the morning. Good afternoon. Now he knows I was here. And one of the problems that I've had with some of you guys that have been successful, once you get to be successful, you start rolling in 9.30, 10, 11 o'clock. Better you don't come in the office if you're going to come in at 11. Better you don't come in. 
then come in at 11, check some emails, go to lunch, go fuck your mistress, go to the gym, and that, 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 that dog doesn't hunt. Because you've lost focus. Psychotherapy, systematic emotional relearning, QLA methodology is chaotic emotional geometric relearning. We are, we are trying, we are wiping your data bank clean. There used to be an old saying, Boraxo their brains. When I was a young sales manager, I had a uh, debarred, defrocked lawyer named Kelly Norwood who told me, he says, Pina, a young boy like you ought to sell every motherfucker that comes through the door. Well, when I sold, I had a 94.6% close ratio. 94.6% of every cocksucker that came through the door I sold. You either bought or died. I didn't give a fuck. Because Kelly Norwood had set the bar of expectation, I should sell 100% of every son of a bitch. So I thought I should sell 100% of every son of a bitch. And so when I sold 94.6%, I felt bad that 5.4% of the motherfuckers got off the hook. And then when I trained my men, their expectation was, well, fuck it, Pena's selling 94.5% of these sons of bitches. And we're smarter than Pena, so they thought. We're smarter than Pena. And who did I hire? I hired Top Gun pilots who just got out of the Air Force from fighting in Vietnam. And hotshot pilots, they think they're God. Well, the fucking rockets didn't kill me, that this didn't kill me, that that didn't kill me. So then they sold. But they were following my lead, and I was following naively the lead of a defrocked fucking lawyer who was a great salesman who said, Pina, you should be able to sell every son of a bitch who walks through the door. It's all about setting expectations, kids. You set high expectations. In the old days, when American basketball team went to the Olympics, there was no question in anybody's fucking mind they were going to win gold. And then, what happened? The new generation came around and decided, well, going to the Olympics is enough. It's an experience. Meddling is enough, and sure as shit, we got our ass kicked. Your expectations will be different now, leaving here in a few days. Because you know what's possible. You know even dirtbags like you those people up there were once dirtbags that didn't know any better. Then they achieved super success. The only difference between group sex and group therapy is that the group therapy you hear about everyone's problems and in group sex you see them. Okay? We've heard a lot of problems in here and I heard some private problems so far with a few of you that I've seen on private one-on-one -on -one time. I'll, I'll talk to all of you one-on-one. -on -one. And nothing, nothing that you can possibly tell me I haven't heard. We've had criminals. We've had, I'm sorry to say rapists. We've had murderers. We've had every fucking thing you can think of come to this seminar. And I treat them all the same. I beat them like rented dogs, rented mules. I don't give a fuck.
QLA methodology, for those of you that know Sean Casey, a marketing guy who's a, a mentee, and he was the chair, a CEO of when we were a Inc. 500 company in 1996 and 97, we were number 157 and 162. He said, to increase rapidly the level of pain a person can handle or be comfortable with, so when a business or personal crisis hits, one doesn't panic, he takes positive action no matter what. This was QLA methodology to him. And he's gone on to be successful, but he was my CEO and we were Inc. 500 uh, company twice uh, and we grew uh, at 1,100% a year on year and we grew at 1,700% year on year, two years back to back. Everybody falls down, winners get up, gold medal winners get up fastest. Some people make things happen, some people watch things happen, but most of you, what the fuck happened? You're going to be in this category now. You're going to make things happen. And you're going to have a lot of resentment when you get out there because you're going to invoke change whether they like it or not. And this, this is not a, a course in political correctness. I don't give a fuck what the YouTubers think. I, don't get, I know what the fuck works. And if you don't like it, don't watch me, YouTubers. Go fuck yourselves. All I know is it works. And it's works from A to Z, and from Z back to A. All kinds of personalities, whether you're poor, rich, it's better if you got some money, but the system is based on being having no money, being dirt poor. But whether you're rich or whether you're poor, it, you've got to be hungry. You've got to be hungry, and you've got to want change. You will, if you don't adapt, adapt, you will perish, Charles Darwin, who's up there someplace, the old guy with a the beard, there, I believe right next to Richard Nixon. Um, now, I've been to Galapagos Islands. How many have been to Galapagos? Nobody, okay. And I don't understand how, for two, living there 25 years, he could come up with a theory of evolution. I don't understand. 25 years. I was there two and a half days, but which isn't 25 years. I don't understand how he could have come up with a theory of evolution by looking at a bunch of turtles and a bunch of iguana lizards, and I don't understand that. But uh, he's obviously smarter than I was because he figured it out. Okay, thank you very much, YouTube. We'll see you tonight.